Side boob. Under boob. Over boob. Inner boob. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 questions! I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm David Reinstrom. Dave, what are up? What are the upness? Here and what are up. Okay. So, uh, I went to a wedding this past weekend. Nice. Good. And wedding good. Yes. It was a, it was a lovely wedding. But they had booked a hotel with, you know, like a special wedding rate and everybody was staying at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And I went on the website, uh, you know, uh, a couple weeks before the wedding and I'm like, all right, I better book my room. Sure. And it turned out I had logged on the day after the wedding rate had expired. No. Like there was a deadline, like you need to book before the 15th or you can't get the special wedding rate. Even like the cheap ass hotels in this area were rather expensive. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about it and I'm like, Ugh, I really don't want to spend this money, but what the hell are my other options? And then Jenny, my girlfriend, is like, dude, just do Airbnb. What? Like, a disruptive technology. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Had you never I stayed remember in an, that. Had you never stayed in an Airbnb before? No, this was the very first time I did it. We should probably say what Airbnb is, because I was talking to friend of the show Clayton, and he had never even heard of the, the service before. I, I would like to point out this doesn't constitute any kind of like paid it would be sweet if Airbnb would give us money, but it's not. It's, uh... Well, it depends on how the rest of the story goes, I That's think. That's true. Yeah, go ahead. But <laughs> it goes fine. Um, what is Airbnb, Dave? So what Airbnb is, is a sort of um, Uber-style app for renting out part or all of your home to strangers. Uh, so you basically get to, as an individual, act as a as a hotel or a bed and breakfast or whatever. And if you're a person looking to stay somewhere, you go on, you look up an area, you see who's there, uh, who's got rooms available, and you rent a room for cheap. And you see how they're reviewed because it's also it's also a social network too. Yes. So everyone is vetted. That's why you had to upload your your driver's license. Yes, they vet they your identity so that no murderers are coming into your home and you're not going into the homes of any murderers. Although there was that story out of Saskatchewan recently about that couple that like rented their home to uh, some guests at a wedding and the whole wedding party came back and just destroyed the house. That sucks. But Airbnb insures up to a million dollars in damage. So, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so what happened when you you rented a you rented a place in Airbnb? Um, yeah, so I got in uh, around four thirty. Weddings at five thirty. I'm like, okay, good. This is pretty much exactly what I intended. I'll go to the house where I've got this Airbnb room. I'll change into my suit and I'll head over to this wedding. Okay. So I find the house. And I go up and I figure I should probably ring the bell. Because right. that's polite, right? You don't just, like, barge in. Right. Uh, and I did, and there was nobody home. <laughs> so I'm just sort of, like, standing on the porch there awkwardly, and I'm like, huh, what do I do about this? 
Well, she gave you the... She did give me the code, so I could technically just open the door myself and walk in. But I don't know what the etiquette is, because right. I've never done this Airbnb business before. I sent her a message in the app, and I said, Hey, I just got here. Uh, you don't seem to be home. Uh, is it okay if I let myself in? Because I had the code. Uh, but I didn't hear back from her, so I waited like 15 minutes, because... Mm -hmm. You know, now it's 4.45 again. Wedding's at 5.30. Oh, no. I, I do have to change. So I waited about 15 minutes, and then I'm like, uh, okay, I haven't heard back from her. I guess I just go in. And I felt super weird about it, but it turns out her front door wasn't even locked. Oh. Like, I didn't even punch in the code. I just tried the door, and it was open. And there was a cat there, and the cat was instantly my best friend in the world. That's great. Did you ever get to talk with your host? Well, here's the thing. So I went in. I found which room was the room that I had rented. I mm -hmm. like was opening up the app and looking at pictures of it and just verifying. Okay, yeah, it's, that's the same bedspread. This is definitely the this is definitely the right room. Not like putting my bags down in this person's like personal bedroom. Right. Um. And so I changed into the suit, uh, into my suit went off to the wedding, discovered that I did not bring a belt, incidentally. Oh. But I was like, well, good thing my pants fit. Yep. Uh, nobody noticed that I wasn't wearing did you Did you have seconds stupid about at dinner it. so that your pants would fit better? Uh, that was not an option, but if it was, that would have been a good plan. That's why they call me the plansman. The plansman? Yeah. I don't like that at all. Do you wear any sort of special hat? No. It's like not a white it's one. Not, it's not the Pooplux plan. It's not that. <laughs> okay, good. Just want to make sure. It's I like, just want to like make sure you're not a clan member. Like the opposite. Okay, so the opposite of clansman is probably lantsman. You know, the Yiddish word meaning countryman. For some reason, I thought that was Scandinavian. Uh, I mean, it might also be a Scandinavian word. But if I if I see you at a great distance... And I'm crossing, I don't know, Columbus uh, to meet you at Absolute Bagel. Mm -hmm. I, I, I will reach out a hand and cry, Lanceman! Or probably Dave! Hi! Yeah. More likely. Dave but, is more likely. Sure. If you, if you were coming towards me and you cried, Lanceman! And extended your hand, I would be like, Listen, everybody on the street, I don't know this person. No, 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 you misunderstand me. I wouldn't thrust out my hand for... A handshake, I would fling my hand up in the air in like an ethnic gesture of recognition. Yeah, I would definitely pretend not to know you. So you you didn't have a belt. I didn't have a belt. Dinner was delicious. The wedding was lovely. Uh, I got to see a bunch of friends who I hadn't seen in a while. The host, my Airbnb host, had gotten in touch with me during the wedding uh -huh. and said, I was at the park when you showed up. Uh, and I said, oh, okay, well, I'm now at this wedding, and I don't think I'm going to be back until after 11. I hope that's all right. And she said, yeah, no problem, totally fine. I'll see you in the morning. And that is exactly what happened, because I, like, kind of snuck into this woman's house mm -hmm. at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, Jesus. And then I slept in her home, and I didn't meet her until the next day. 
like after I woke up. I can tell you that is nothing like any of my Airbnb experiences have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first the first time. Well, Jillian you probably and I went didn't to... have some very specific time crunch. I expect. Uh, not as much. That, that no. was kind of the confounding factor here. Sure. The first time we stayed in an Airbnb, Jillian and I were on a trip to Milwaukee, Wisconsin with some friends, and they all went in on one big Airbnb, and we decided we would stay on our own and mm-hmm. rent this house, or rent this room in this house. Yeah. Uh, and that was... Did they, like, rent a house? They, yeah, they rented, like, a condo. Cool. Um, and we stayed... Did they with... rent Marie Kondo? They did not rent Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo, her apartment, first of all, would not be big enough to sleep six people... First of all, we're talking about efficiency so? expert Marie Kondo. No, it would have previously mentioned on the show. It would have one twin bed, and then like a bamboo mat, and then a closet, and that's it. I don't know. I feel I feel like she just doesn't like clutter. I feel like she's probably okay with space. I guess you read the book. I didn't. I did so read the book. I just the feel like I, I just feel like her advice book is. See, I'm, com- I'm starting to come around to the other side of it because Jillian Uh-oh. doesn't like it. Because I'm realizing, like, oh, this is not an advice book suitable for couples. It is really only suitable for someone that, like, lives huh. on their own. Because interesting, there's no way to... T- I mean, you can tidy up your own area, but, like... Right, but you cannot there's... impose your will on your significant other's possessions. Right, that's like real assy. And there's nothing in this book that really accommodates for that. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting point. Because because the Marie Kondo philosophy is a philosophy of absolute control over space. And part of living with another person is... Seeding control. Giving up some of... Seeding some of that absolute control. Yes. In the name of love. Anyway, um, the first place that Jillian and I stayed at was... This, uh, these two hippies, and they were really sweet. Um, and we rented just a little room off the off the side of their home. Uh, and in the morning, we were given some fresh fruit. Uh, but the hostess said, we would appreciate it, not that you're going to be noisy, but we would appreciate it if you're quiet in the morning because uh, James needs to gather his energy. Uh, and he usually meditates from the hours of 8.30 to 10.30. Okay, okay. And, and we said, okay. And so we had our little bowl of fruit, and then we got the hell out. Uh, And then the second place I stayed was in Oakland with this wonderful lady uh, named Olga. She was super cool. I'm growing, we exchanged tomato seeds, uh, because I started this tradition now, when I go, when I go somewhere, you're not supposed to tip people, right? Right, because you're, you're already paying them. First of all, I'm already paying them, but... Uh, as a as a gesture of goodwill, usually the sort of people I tend to stay with are in their 40s or 50s, uh, and they have hobbies similar to me because I am secretly because 40 you're or secretly 50. in your 40s or 50s. Right. So I I generally bring with your woodworking and gardening <laughs> yep. and homebrewing. Yep. 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 Uh, All of I... which I have to say, David, <laughs> are totally delightful uh, activities. Thank you. Well, so I always bring tomato seeds. Uh, and so this time I brought tomato seeds and Olga was also a gardener and so we exchanged tomato seeds and now I'm growing some of her Oakland red ox heart uh, tomatoes in my in my little window box. Delightful. Yeah, that was wonderful. And then for our anniversary, Jillian and I went to Madison. We stayed in an Airbnb and it was princely. It was just fabulous accommodations. Excellent. 
Yeah, for like a third of the cost of a of an equivalent hotel. Well, I snuck into somebody's home at two thirty in the morning, slept there, and had a oh I want to say five minute conversation with her, and then left. Did you have? Did you get breakfast? Uh, I went out to. They were doing a, a brunch for this wedding the next day. So oh, okay. I was offered breakfast. Okay. But uh, I did not uh, take my host up on that offer. In Madison, we didn't get breakfast, but we did get cocktails, <laughs> which was fun. <laughs> See, that doesn't sound like Madison. That sounds like, well, let's be honest. That sounds like here. That sounds like <laughs> New York. Oh, not for breakfast. I mean, we had we had cocktails oh, the oh, previous oh, evening. Okay. We didn't have. It wasn't like good morning, David and Jillian, and then like on a little tray, like two sloshing martinis. No. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was imagining. No. That would have been um, sweet. Somebody would totally do that here. <laughs> there, there's New York know, City. Just keep drinking. I know in my heart that somebody has already enacted that mm-hmm. in their Airbnb situation. I believe you mean Air G and T. Ho ho! Ho ho! Well, that's enough of us being jokesmen. Yes. I think it's time for us to become gamesmen. Okay, we've been plansmen, we've been jokesmen, now let us be gamesmen. David? So new. Are you ready to play 20 Questions Tuesday? All right. Are you a landsman now? No, but I could be. I thought we'd move past that part. Right, sorry, yes, now I'm a gamesman. Yes, I am ready. Do you know what gamesmen do? Uh... They go over the rules. All right, rule number one. I will think of a thing. Rule number two. David will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of the thing. Cha-cha-cha, rule number three. If David exceeds 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Roomba Goomba, rule number four. If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game, and we all get to live for another week. Five. If your radiation indicator turns completely black, you're dead. Hooray! Are you ready? Yes. Please ask your first question. Question number one. Yes. Is it alive? Hmm. Is it alive? Yeah. Uh, yes, that's my question. Okay. Let us proceed in a specific order. Yes, it is alive. Is it a human being? No, it is not a human being. Is it sentient? Uh, arguably, yes. Okay. Uh, not even arguably. Yes. Is it a mammal? Yes. Well, it, hmm. hmm. Kind of. Kind of a mammal. Kind of a mammal. Okay. Is it real? Nope. Okay. Is it a fantasy creature? Hmm. Is it a fantasy creature? Hmm. I'm going to say no. But it's uh, some kind of made-up creature or animal or person. Yeah, it's more made-up than fantasy. Okay. Do, does Is it from an existing media thing? Is it from an existing media thing? Yeah. If I say yes, it will mislead you, but the answer is arguably yes. But, but assume, this thing that you've come up with no. is a David Brunel Brutman original. Yes. Okay. It is. Is it an alien? Nope. It, is it some kind of monster? It's not a monster. All right, all right, all right. It's, it's an animal. It's an animal. Okay. And it's part mammal. It's part mammal. But it's part other thing. It's part mammal, part something else. Yeah. Uh, is it part bird? Yes. Is it my favorite animal? 
Is the, it your favorite animal? The griffin? No. Oh. It is not your favorite animal, the griffin. Is it my favorite fantasy sports commentator, Merv the griffin? Ugh. That was unfortunate. Yeah, it was really kind of twisted. I think I'm sick now. Yeah? I think I have an illness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's not a griffin. It's not Merv griffin. It is uh, not a griffin. It's not Merv griffin. It's not Peter griffin. It's not... Um, Griffin McElroy? Griff, yeah, it's not Griffin McElroy. From the Adventure Zone. Do we we establish it's part mammal, part bird? It is part mammal, part bird. Is it bigger than a golden retriever? Definitely smaller than a golden retriever. Is it bigger than a dachshund? Bigger than a dachshund. Is it a badger? No. Is it a rodent of some kind? Yes. It is a rodent of some kind. Um, a weasel. No. A ferret. No. A marten. No. A stoat. Aren't these all synonyms for basically the same animal? Well, I'm out of animals. <laughs> Thanks, Brian Jakes. <laughs> uh, but it is some kind of it is some kind of rodent. It is some kind of rodent. I wonder if it was in a Brian Jakes novel. I only read one ever. I liked it. Yeah. But for some reason, I only read the one. Well, if you've, I think we're probably both a little bit old to really get the enjoyment that like twelve-year-old you would have gotten out of it. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know if I can go back to that one. That time, that time is mostly past. Although I would like to go back to the Redwall books and read them for the recipes. <laughs> I don't recall recipes. Did they have recipes in them? Oh, Redwall Abbey was full of food. There nice. was. Four mole diggums, uh, deeper and ever turnip and tater and beetroot pie, uh, and there was dandelion wine and strawberry cordial and oat bread and these wheels of nut cheese. Okay, stop. You're making me hungry. Yeah. Brian Jakes was hungry, too. I can, like, feel my stomach growling. He survived the, the, the blitz, right? He was, um, I think he was living in Liverpool. He was a kid in Liverpool, and he mm-hmm. spent so many like weeks just in bomb shelters starving and so like his books for children are just filled with english country excess and it's wonderful interesting backstory yeah man listeners if you would be interested in getting me the brian jake's redwall cookbook i wouldn't say no just shower me with gifts that's fine mail it through your headphones. Mail it to us uh, at 20 Questions Tuesday, 30 Rockefeller Center, <laughs> Center of the Universe, America, Center of the Universe. We expect to find it hanging from the Atlas statue. Yes, please. We, we expect to find it within the hollow globe of the Atlas statue. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Now that's a real New York tip. Well, I mean, it's sort of like a cage situation you know like you can see that it, uh, bet you didn't know that did you now that's a real new york tip okay where was i so it's not any fuck, of who knows it's not an ermine or a stoat or is it an ermine no <sighs> again i feel like these are all basically <laughs> the same animal they're all a, just dumb stupid weasels is, <laughs> is it a rat no it's not a rat so okay so it's a it's a rodent that's larger than a dog Mm-hmm. Than a small dog, but it Larger lives. Larger than a small dog, but it lives in 
the woods. In the woods, and it lives in North America, yes? And in Europe? Yep. Does it live in South America? I don't think there's any in South America. Okay, because I'm thinking of like, like a capybara is the world's largest rodent. But those are only in South America. Oh, Wait, is I'm, it a... I'm, is it, I'm looking at a map here. It lives at the very, very tip of South America. Okay. Is it a raccoon? No. Hmm. Is it a coati? I have no idea what that is. They uh, are... Yes. That's exactly what it is. Is it really? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> goddammit. Let's, let's move over to the bird part. Is this bird a bird of prey? As in a carnivorous bird? Mm-hmm. Or as in... Like it swoops down with its hideous talons. Oh, uh, let's let's be broader. Claws first. your eyes out. Is it is it a carnivorous bird? Uh, yeah, it'll eat it'll eat things that are uh, that are animals. Uh, is it a raptor? No, is definitely it, not. Uh, does it eat carrion? No, it doesn't eat carrion, but it does eat meat. In the loosest definition of meat, so it eats a specific kind of animal, like fish. Fish. It eats fish. It's a fish-eating bird. Yeah. Okay. And it's I mean, not... I think it, pro- it probably eats some other shit. It probably eats, like, bugs and stuff. But, okay. you know, in terms of its uh, carnivory, it mostly eats fish. Okay. I don't think it eats exclusively fish, though. Is it an osprey? No. Is it some kind of marine bird? Definitely some kind of marine bird. Uh, is it big? Is it a big bird? No. It is not Carol Spinney. No, I know it's not big bird. Uh, but is it a large bird? No. So it's not a pelican? Nah, it's smaller is, than a pelican. Is it a seagull? No. Is it bigger than a seagull? Hmm, is it bigger than a seagull? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's about seagull-sized. Is it an arctic tern? No. Are they cute? Some of them are cute. Is it a puffin? No. Is it a blue-footed booby? Nope. Is it a red-footed booby? It's no boobies. Oh, it's never boobies. I know. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, I gotta get this. Can I have a hint? Can you have a hint? Yes. Hmm. Oh, there's an ant on me. No! Ah! No! How did an ant get on my arm? I cursed you with it because I wanted a hint. Hold on. I'm trying to blow it off. Go away. No, it's tangled in my arm hair. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I got it. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's that's staying in. That was that was <laughs> that was five seconds of terror. <laughs> that that was a minute of terror, listeners. This minute of terror brought to you by Airbnb. Airbnb. Uh, you might get ants on you. Airbnb. Get it off me. Get it off me. TM. TM. So. What kind of hint can I give you about what this animal is? Okay, so it's a bird that you would see at the park. A vulture. <laughs> what the fuck kind of park are you going to? Uh, Kenyan National Park. Says Where are I you poach. hanging out, son? I'm a poacher. No. Um, like uh, a regular ass city or suburban park. A robin? Not the fucking, not fucking Yellowstone or the Grand Canyon. A raven. No. Uh, Remember, hmm. it's it's a marine or aquatic bird. A duck. It's a duck. 
Is this another one of those reverse platypuses, David? Yes. God In damn fact, it! It God is the same it. reverse platypus. <sighs> Wait, a that, beaver is a rodent? Yeah, beavers are legit rodents. All right. Yeah, I and I looked right. this up, so I know that it's true. All right, so it's it's a soupy talp. It's another one of those goddamn soupy talps, which is a reverse platypus that is where the front part is the beaver face and the back part is the duck butt. Exactly. Uh, and in fact, this is the same reverse platypus from the last time a reverse platypus or soupy talp appeared on our program. God damn it. So... You're gonna figure out you his. Up. You're gonna figure out his further adventures. Okay. Um, What's he doing the, with his life? Is the giant mechanical combat wombat suit still in his possession? Oh my goodness! Yes. Did he figure out that it's not a real wombat? Well, uh, it turns out that uh, they fell in love. What do you mean they fell in love? The wombat combat suit doesn't have anybody inside of it. The wombat combat suit has, in fact, uh, developed its own sentience. It, it's got emergent AI. It's steam-powered. Yeah, emergent steam-powered AI. Fair enough. So, I have to figure out where this duo is and what they're up to? Yeah, what are <clears> they doing? Are they in Australia? They're still in Australia. Are they in a particular part of Australia? No, definitely not. They're not. They're just broadly in Australia. Well, they're broadly, but specifically in Australia. So, are they in the outback? No. No, no, no. It's not no. It's no. No. Say, say nye, N-Y-E, like the name, but then stretch it out. Okay, let me try it. boobs (laughs) boobs <laughs> God damn it. did i get it no you didn't get it no <laughs> you didn't get it okay um so they're in australia and they're not in the outback and then added outback steak house getting a delicious fake australian accent steak are there any outback steakhouses in australia god there had better not be i feel like it would be pretty embarrassing if there were Googling now. Outbacksteakhouse.com.au. Hmm. Oh my god. Dot right. AU. Locations. Holy crap. I mean, when I say holy crap, there's like one, two, three, four. There's like six of them. In Australia. In Australia. Still. So the majority of them, I assume, are in the United States. Yes. Or otherwise abroad. Presumably, all the fake ass Australian veneer that they ex- that they export is specifically exported. Yeah, it kind of seems that way, just from looking at their menu. If I ever go to Australia and eat at an outback steakhouse, why and why? But okay, you have my permission to just shoot me in the face upon return because I'm done. Done, and done. That'll be it for me. All right, so. The, the Wombat Combat Suit and the Sippy Talp are in Australia. They're in Australia. And they're not in a particular place, but they are in a particular place? Well, uh, let's say they're not in a particular place for any length of time. So they're roaming around the bush. Not the bush. The cities. 
Yeah, definitely. Okay. Are they doing something heroical? Uh, I wouldn't call it especially heroic. Are they performing a service? Mmm, they're not performing a service exactly. Are they entertaining people? Yeah, they're entertaining people. So they're Are performing, but okay, they're not they're performing per- a service. They're performing. Yes. Are they a stage act? Yes. Are they a magic act? No. Do they sing? Uh, among other things. Do they dance? Mmm, yeah, it's probably not too much dancing. Do they play music? Yes, they play music. So they have a review of some kind? Uh, I wouldn't call it a review. You would call it a cabaret act? Nah. I'm thinking. Okay, but this is super easy, and you're going to be upset when you get it. Is it, uh, I mean, do they, are they just a, do they have a rock band? Not a rock band, but yeah, they just have a band. They have a band? Yes. Okay. Okay, here's what you need to figure out. Okay. You need to figure out what kind of music their band plays. Okay. And there's something about the band that is specific. Okay. Uh, which you can figure out by figuring out who else is in the band with the Soupy Talp and the Wombat Combat suit. Oh, no. Is Wanda the Wallaby in this band? Oh, that would have been good. No, she's not. Okay. It's not not Wanda the Wallaby and what was his name? Waldo the Walrus. Waldo the Walrus. But it's not those two. Um, are no, there existing... they, they might have gone to a show, but uh, they're they're not really uh, they're not in the band. Is the show is the band filled out with characters from other Twenty Questions Tuesday episodes? No, these are going to be unique to this episode. Okay. Um, I mean, not in perpetuity, but you know, they, this so, episode okay, is so, their origin story. So this band, um, is it's a particular genre of music. It's a very particular genre of music. Is it acoustic music? Partially. Partially acoustic. Uh, are Is there a guitar in this band? Uh, probably, yeah. I think there would have to be a guitar. Is the guitar an electric guitar? Mm, I think there's probably an acoustic guitar. Okay. Is it an amplified acoustic guitar? Or is it just acoustic and there's a microphone in front of it? Either or. But let's say the guitar is definitely acoustic. Is this a type of folk music? Folk is part of it. So it is folk something. And it's not folk rock. No, it's not folk rock. Is this an existing genre of music? I can't say that I have come across it, but it has to exist. Folk rap. Nope. You're thinking along the right lines, though, because it's something that doesn't go with folk. So it's unfortunate. I wouldn't call it unfortunate. Depends on how it's executed. Does the band sound good? Does the band sound good? Yeah. Um, I mean, we're talking about a reverse platypus and a giant combat suit. Giant mechanical steampunk combat suit that So what I'm music. hearing from you is that it sounds great. Yeah, they sound great. They're is really it, good. I got it. Is it folk metal? No. Damn it. Is it folk funk? No. Um, is it folk new metal? No. Okay. Think about, like, if you were going to fuse folk with something, and that music was going to be played by a robot. Folk techno. Mm, I'm going to give it to you. Folk electronic dance music. Folk electronica. Folk Okay, Folktronica. 
That's a thing. Yes. For sure. Yeah, that's a I mean that that has to be a thing, right? Do you know Have anybody never... off the top of your head who does that? Afro-Kelt sound system? Okay, sure. Oh, you know what? I do know somebody off the top of my head who does that. Um fuck, what's the name of that band? We found it in college. That Italian band? Yes. Fiamma Fumana. Fiamma Fumana. That's totally folk electronica. Yes, it is. Okay. So, uh, yeah. They do that. So they're a folktronica band. Yes. Uh, and and there's I need to one out... more key piece of information about this band that is they're it, in. Who's in it? Touring around Australia. Who's in it? Uh, the Supi the... is in it. Supi in it. The Wombat Combat Suit is in it. Uh, how many people do I have to get? Uh, it's an indefinite number. Uh, let's say there's, oh, I don't know. Let's say there's four of them. There's four others. Are they human beings? No, definitely are, not. Are they mammals? Partially. Is it a bunch of other chimeras? Uh, yes. Like a bunch of other part one animal, part other animal creatures? Yes, but even more so than before than previously oh okay oh it's their children it's a family band it's a family band so it's it's part wombat part <laughs> it's, it's part wombat part soupy talp is their kids exactly also they're cyborgs because the wombat is robot <laughs> all right so great. david what was i thinking of this week you were thinking of mama wombat's family folktronica band Touring around the major cities of Australia with her husband, the Sippy Talp, and their four children. Their four cyborg Sippy Talp children. Exactly. 100% correct. Yes! You ready for your score, David? Yes, I am! Let's head over to the Scoratorium. How'd I do? Here's your score. You got that one in 12 questions. Nice. Pretty good. Thanks. Pretty solid. I'm feeling... Full of myself and greasy. <laughs> Just like an Outback Steakhouse Blooming Onion, which I did not know that they still made, and I learned that by looking at the menu of uh, OutbackSteakhouse.com.au. Ew, gross. Yep. And that's how you play 20, 20 Questions, questions Tuesday. Tuesday. If you like the show, please rate or review us on iTunes. Just search for 20 Questions Tuesday on the iTunes store and leave us some stars. For special bonus content and show notes, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash 20 Questions Tuesday or follow us on Twitter at 20 Questions Tuesday. And you can keep up with everything we do at 20QuestionsTuesday.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curly. <laughs> License under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Hugo Droopy Contini. Also licensed under a CC license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Thank you for going out of the Australian accent. You're welcome. Up next, stay tuned for The Dad Bod Couple. The show about two guys who are healthy but just don't care all that much about fitness. They have to learn to live together. I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm David Reinstrom. Good night. Good night.